Hi, and welcome back to Dragon's Duel in podcast format. Oh my gosh. Pretty much all of season two, I've ignored you guys. I'm very sorry. But we are back with season three. It's a little bit different though. So you probably come to Dragon's Duel and expected lots of game shows. And then we did all those game shows in season one. And then season two, we went off into Twitch. We gave you one of those episodes, realizing they don't really convert very well to podcast format. However, in season three, we're doing something a little bit different. We are going to be having an actual play running alongside our game show, which will still be live on Twitch. And you can still find all that on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and search Dragon's Jewel, if you search Dragon's Jewel Game Show, <laughs> you'll find it because otherwise you'll just get loads of Yu-Gi-Oh videos. But yes, now we're going to be putting on here our actual play series is, yes, it's multiple. <laughs> a little bit more on that later. First up, what you've got here is a little Session Zero. We're going to have a couple of Session Zero episodes. This first one is where I'm going to just give you a brief run-through of the story so far. So the story so far is based on the two sort of mini-campaigns we did at the end of each season. So at the end of Season 1, we took all the wonderful and crazy characters that you would have heard on our podcast that we made and took them on these fun little uh, series of one-shots that became like a mini-campaign based on White Blue Mountain. And then Season 2... On the Twitch channel, we made loads more characters, and at the end of that season, again, we took those characters on a little mini-campaign, and that sort of led on from season one sort of arc and story. So then we thought, well, how about for season three, we make a whole campaign based off those weird and wonderful mini-campaigns that we did. And this is what we've got here. So I'm going to be talking with one half of our series players who will be playing one half of the same four characters. Just to explain that, we're going to have four characters that we've made on the game show so far. You can find those on our YouTube, the game shows that we did. However, each of those characters is going to be played by two different players in two separate campaigns, basically in split timelines. How that comes to be, what that means, you will find out in the first episode of Season 3. And then you will see under our like tab, there will be the Shattered Realm series of podcasts which is going to be dm'd by me and our european players and then the darkest timeline will be dm'd by kyle uh, from play nerd allies aka at allies nerd on twitter and that will be our north american players so who are these players and who are these characters i hear you cry well i can explain that to you now in the first episode of our game show as i said you can find that on youtube if you go to our season three playlist we had luke and mosey make hummeltoe yes I'm going to move on from the name and its reference to Hamilton. And they made a lawful neutral halfling. And uh, they got some pretty good points. They got pretty good stats. Uh, and they did all right in charisma, which was lucky because when they got to roll for class, unlike usually where we just have one class for the characters, because they're going to have two psyches, we thought it'd be fun to have them roll twice so they could have like a multi-class. Hamilton rolled bard both times. We even then had someone in the chat ask for a re-roll by using their bits and they rolled Bard again. It was meant to be. Hummelto is the Bard. So uh, they're a College of Valor Bard. And I'll be speaking with Luke in the next episode. So on the same episode, we had Will and Ryan against them. And they made Guillermo. Guillermo de la Cruz. Very much inspired by the we are, what we do in the Shadows uh, character. And they've got two different various personalities, which is Gigi and Gizmo. So Gigi played by Will and Gizmo by Ryan. And they rolled druid and wizard so uh will's character Gigi, that half is a neutral evil gisarai circle of twilight druid with a very tasty stats very good charisma 25 charisma but uh the necessary wisdom of 18 i think works for them and then ryan's half uh, gizmo is gonna be a necromancer wizard and they had a 17 in intelligence so that's not too bad either 
And then the week following, we had, gracing our table for the second episode of our game shows, we had Chloe and Chelsea making their character, which was Carrie, a.k.a. Carrot Kisses. Oh, yes. So their two roles were Artificer and Wizard, which is bloody lucky with a 23 in intelligence. They also had high, um, all the high mind stuff. 23 intelligence, 22 wisdom, 27 charisma. Not so great in the, the body stuff, 13, 12, and 11. But, yeah, they rolled, and Caracus is amazing. Then they came up with the name based on, before they, obviously, before we go on the show, you just come up with names before you roll for race and alignment. So they thought Caracus would be a fun name because they thought had this sort of pre-backstory idea that it'd be named after their parents' favourite horse. They then rolled Centaur. I mean, you can't even write it. It's just what it is. So, um... Their centaur is a chaotic neutral uh, artificer, and uh, that's a battlesmith artificer. And then the wizard is a chronergy wizard. And on that same episode, we had Nekola and Chris making Frankie Flight. So Frankie Flight is a chaotic evil Verdon. Their two halves are, so Chris in the Shattered Realm, in the, in the European team, is going to be playing an arcane trickster rogue. Uh, not bad with an 18 in dex, uh, 18 in strength as well. Good intelligence, 27 in intelligence, so hence the choice for the arcane trickster. And then Nekola, in our darkest timeline, is going to be playing their Eldritch Knight variant of Frankie Flight. So that is all our players, and that is all our characters. So what else is there to say other than just give you a rundown of the times and schedule? So if you want to catch us live, you can catch us on Saturdays at 9pm UK time. 4 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv forward slash dragons underscore jewel, and that will be our prime Shattered Realm European timeline. And then on Fridays at 10 p.m. UK Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, you will be able to hear the darkest timeline again on twitch.tv forward slash dragons underscore jewel. Then both of those will be uploaded to YouTube on the Monday. Then the following week, you will have your podcast version of both of those. They will come under on the podcast feeds with a clear definition of the Shattered Realm and Darkest Timeline. But because the stories interrelate, they will be one after the other. So we'll be starting with a Shattered Realm episode. And then after that one, there's going to be some sort of split that happens. You will start to see the Darkest Timeline in the feed. And they'll just be going back and forth from there onwards. Finally, we're going to have the last week of every month off from the actual play where we will be playing a continuation of our game show. So we'll have new game shows live on Twitch again, 9 p.m. UK time, 4 p.m. Eastern time on a Saturday night. So the last Saturday of every month, there'll be a new game show. We're going to have guests on as usual. And those guests will be making characters that hopefully, if they are willing to join us after they've gone through the chaos of the game show to play in the actual play. If not, they'll be creating NPCs and DMPCs and things that will interact with the actual play as we go along. And with that, additionally, we're going to have guest DMs. I really want Dragon's Jewel essence of what it is to continue on through the actual play. So you'll just expect the crazy, kooky characters that you all know and love, but also expect lots of guests. I mean, our first episode of The Shattered Realm, I know for a fact, is all DM'd by a different DM, pretty much. I, I think I DM the first 15 minutes, and then after that, we're going to have special guest DM Dick Dynamite from the Backwater Bastards. Oh yes, they do a fantastic job. So get excited for that. Get hyped. You can find the Backwater Bastards at BW Bastards on Twitter. And you should check out their podcast wherever you find this fabulous podcast and all fabulous podcasts. 
So that's the rundown. I'm now going to kick you into the intro music, which I know you've missed and you love so much. And then after that, you'll catch up with a story recap, which was 15 minutes, but then Donnie the Goblin came and saved you all by making it five. Then I'm going to be catching up with Will and Chris, who are playing Guillermo and Frankie. Ryan is also there to be helpful slash annoying. And, and then next week, I will be catching up with Chloe, who's playing Carrie, and Luke, who's playing Hummelto, to talk about their backstories. And then the week after that, you'll have our episode one, as I said, with the DM Dick Dynamite guesting, and you'll figure out what this split is all about, how it all relates to the story that you're going to hear in a minute, and I hope you enjoy it. So anyway, here's the intro music, and enjoy the rest of the show. Take care. Bye. And now, back to Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to try and do this as quickly as possible. I have some help. I'm going to show you the YouTube videos. You can watch all of our one-shots on our YouTube channel. If you just go to YouTube and Google Dragon's Jewel, Dragon Rain, I'll put a link down here now. You'll see that now. Uh, but yeah, we'll be looking at the, at the at them a bit now as I talk through the story. And you can see that it's worth watching if you have... Uh, what are there? There's seven episodes and they're about three hours long. <laughs> so 21 hours free. Well, if you want to do that, I, I reckon we had a lot of fun. A lot of them were, were some of the best games of d and I've ever played. But anyway, uh, let's get them up and then we can talk over them now. And I'll give you a run through of the story so far and how that relates to where we're going to start next week. Nope. Stop. I got to pause right here. Hello, everyone. It's me, Donnie the Goblin. Listen, I did try to rescue you all from the painful, endless tedium of Hamilton, but he insisted that he send this out to all of you. He wanted to make sure that everyone watching knows the whole story before we start the third season, and look, I tried telling him, Hamilton, baby. Everyone knows this. They watch the show every week in hopes that I, Donnie the Goblin, fan favorite, will show up. But rather than listen to the sexy and poignant voice of wisdom, he recorded this long-winded recap. So your boy Donnie decided the very least I could do is try and keep his digressive orating to a minimum and just summarize what he's trying to say. So bear with me here. I promise we will get through this together and afterwards we have something of actual entertainment value for you to watch. Okay, 
Here we go. Remember, I love you all, and this is not my fault. Hi. Yes, I've got changed. <laughs> that is because I've tried to record this a few times to keep this down to under 10 minutes. Ah, it's very difficult because all I want to do is talk about how amazing all the characters are. Not just the crazy, wonderful creations they are in themselves, but more importantly, the fantastic players that we have been humbled by having on our show. I mean, not only, like even if we had one or two of the fantastic people we had, we'd have been amazed. But we've had such a wealth of incredible talent to come and guest on our little dragon stool. And so... I want to thank all of them, but instead that would take 10 minutes in itself to say all of the things that they've done. But if you go to the YouTube, you can see that if you go back to our back catalogue of shows, you can find that all on the YouTube and they are there and uh, they are all wonderful. And I hope and I uh, that some of them will be able to come back and guest as part of season three. So that is my 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 big thank you to all of them and now i'll move on to what the story is i've already used up a minute i've already used up a minute oh no so right nine minutes now to explain the story let's do this really quickly so thousand years ago there was a crazy wizard there's always a crazy wizard his name was Caraptus. now if you've played white blue mountain you know a little bit of the story anyway so we're just repurposing it i think it's a gray hawk setting originally we're chucking it into the forgotten realm so just if you played it just that's the difference Okay, so here Hamilton's blathering on and on about how our story starts like a thousand years ago in Faerun or something. Look, long story short, there was this Fakakta guy running around being all shitty. His name was Caraptus, and he was just a really bad guy all around. Eventually, everyone rose up and cast him out. There were some rumors that he had fled to White Plume Mountain, but nobody really knew for sure. As time went on, after we had all forgotten about this old curmudgeon, he popped back up. There was a theft of some valuable artifacts from Stephen Rochester Jr. III. A dear friend of mine, actually. We go way back, but uh, that's besides the point. Look, his stuff was stolen by Caraptus, who was bold enough to leave a note saying, uh, Any who dared to try and retrieve the items could do so if they braved the trials and tribulations of White Bloom Mountain or whatever. Now, this is my favorite part of the story, because it's where I come in. The fabled hero himself, me ventured out to try and help my old pal Steve, as I call him. Well, me and some other guys and gals, but regardless. We clawed our way through Caraptus's tricks and traps, and at the end, he turned us all into dragons. Now, yes, I know, I didn't end up defeating him. He crowned Dragon Supreme's Raleigh and Yondu, who was played by Am, but who cares, am I right? Your pal Donnie did put up quite a fight, though, I must say. Anyway, the point is, he turned us into dragons, we tried taking him down, but it didn't quite work out the way we planned, okay? So, sue me. I didn't kill the most powerful evil wizard Faerun has ever known. But hey, at least I tried. What did Hamilton do? Read some notes? Exactly. I'm a hero, but I digress. Let's check back in and see what he's going on about now or whatever. With that, Caraptus mounts onto Zeralian's back as this great ancient black dragon and says, Rise, and we shall take the plane. So he like goes through an opening in the top of this, this cavernous space. And as, as Zeralian and Caraptus fly off, then follows our party as dragons. And then these thousands of people that are stay were part of this... Um, this on this uh, tournament all then turn into dragons and follow suit so what does that mean well that means that Kratos has got an army of dragons under his control that's cool right thousands and thousands of dragons set off across the plains so that was season one season two 
Okay, so here Hamilton goes on about how Sigil and Waterdeep are the few last places of refuge for those lucky enough to remain undragonified, if you will. Uh, during this time, it was decided that the world must find a way of undoing the curse of Caraptus, but in order to do so, some very hard-to-come-by items must be obtained. It was uh, a dragon soul some polymorphic essence, and a planar radial. Sort of like Wi-Fi for all the planes of existence. So anyway, uh, Baba, who was kicked out of his court by his brother Rotaxis Rhino Optrix and his bandits, actually managed to get a dragon soul. They pillaged the mausoleum of Chronepsis, trying to get a soul to bargain with Rotaxis, but uh, end up killing him, and then... The survivors actually got transported to another realm. Weird stuff, I know. Anyway, next we saw Shella and her wrinkly pirates braving the icy swells of the sea as they made their way to Ice Peak Mountain. They were racing against some draconic vampire cultists who obtained the essence of Olay in hopes that uh, it might cure some dried skin. However, the cultists were a little quicker, they managed to trap this dragon and race off with the essence, but Shella and her crew caught up, kicked their butts right when the dragon got free and caught up itself. Then they had to tackle a dragon, and once the dust was all settled, they were also transported with the essence to a different realm. Uh, and then we saw the Gifts, personally a favorite of my own. They actually made up quite a lot of my Spotify wrapped. Anyway... It had been a couple of years since Shella disappeared. It looked like things were nearing the end and Waterdeep would soon fall to the Dragon Army. So as a last hurrah, a Waterdeep pub hosted a battle of the bands. The Githfits managed to take down all the other bands, including uh, What's the DC, Wrath of the Tarasque, the Spice Goyles, uh, and then the floor opened up and they fell into the lair of the cultists. I know, it's crazy. Well, they played some amazing tunes, which converts the cultists to their entourage, and then they discovered that the cultists had been using a planar radial to transport phasing dragons into Waterdeep. So they shut that shit down real quick, and, uh, yeah, then they got transported to another realm, just like everybody else. So, finally, we find all our surviving parties converge in a realm together, where they were given a ritual to by Agaron, who was the one transporting them. She must, however, leave to defend Waterdeep as they perform the ritual, rise through the Shadowfell realm into a tower that is somehow in the ethereal plane. I don't know. They go through defeating all types of enemies and what's not to get to the top, and now they can see what's happening. The end of time's battle in Waterdeep is happening all around them, however... In their ethereal plane, they can complete the ritual, which will turn the tide of the war and hopefully end all this madness. They begin the ritual, but the uh, clone of Caraptus, atop his battle dragons, Rolling Yondu, can see all this. He tries to stop the ritual from happening, ends up getting killed, and they complete the ritual. And a cloud of some, like, polymorphic reversal unleashes all across the planes of existence and everyone who was turned 
since transformed back, so it's all looking good, right? The battle does still rage on, but without his draconic army, Karaptus seems to be losing. Okay, so that's most of it. Alright, so I'll bring back talks a lot, and uh, he'll take it from here, okay? I love ya, we'll talk later. And this is where we meet our party, and are the ones who find the original Karaptus. That's right, yes, the, there's been a few years of trying to, as the world is re rebuilding, others are sent forth to find Karaptus, and they do, and where else do they find them but at him at the White Blue Mountain. So we will join our party as they battle Karaptus, the real Karaptus, the you know prime Karaptus, on the, the peak of White Plume Mountain. And so, yeah, why don't we find out who they are? So that's the story. That is it. I think I've got that down to 15 minutes. I think that's the best I'm going to do. <laughs> and now, back to Dungeons and Dragons. So there is your season intro and story recap. In our next episode, I'm going to be catching up, as I said, with Will to talk about Guillermo and Chris to talk about Frankie. Ryan will be there and we will talk about their backstory, how they become these epic ultimate warriors who will be on the level to fight one of the greatest wizards of all time. So these are going to be making characters that are like level 15 levels of backstory. So anyway, we'll be joining them in our next episode. I hope you join us there. And then in a couple, next week, it will be Chloe and Luke talking about Carrie and Hummelto. And then the week after that, you'll have our episode one. So I look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, you can find us where you find all great podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube if you search Dragon's Jewel Game Show. You can also find us on twitch.tv forward slash dragons underscore jewel. You can find us on Twitter at Dragon's Jewel. You can find me personally at DM underscore doesn't. And you can find Ryan at Rhino underscore tech on Twitter. And you can always email us at Dragon's Jewel Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Take care. Bye. Psst. You still here? Yeah. I've got a few more things to talk about. We are sponsored by D&D &D Beyond. They are absolutely incredible. They came on the show in Season 2, and I cannot thank them enough for that, let alone all the amazing and wonderful things they have helped us out with. I suggest that you get on there if you're not already on there. You can buy all the source books. You can buy all the adventure books. You can basically make characters on there for free in the first place. Anything from the basic rules is all available on there. But it's a great resource if you buy any of the books on there. You can then, when you make characters, all those things are already added to your character options. And then if you pay for the subscription, I use the master subscription service, you can share those with your players or or your DMs can share that with you so that if you're trying to make characters and you own Out of the Abyss and you can add all the funky feats and backgrounds that you get from that or the new Wild Beyond the Witchlight book you can then use to get the Witchlight Hand as a background for example so totally recommend getting yourself onto D&D Beyond if you're not already there I mean we make characters pretty much every other day on this show and therefore it's very useful for us and a great way to store them you can store so many in different campaigns I do that all the time additionally we are supported by HeroForge. If you type in www.dragonsjewel.co.uk forward slash HeroForge, that will take you to our affiliate page. And if you do that, we get a little boost from them, which means that we can buy more HeroForge things, basically. The same goes for our affiliation link with the DMs Guild. So if you type in www.dragonsjewel.co.uk forward slash DMs Guild, you will then get our affiliate link there, and we get another little boost, which helps me buy more Planescape books, basically, or more books for our DMs book club show 
And finally, we have a Discord channel. We'd love you to be a part of it. So if you want to join our Discord, go to linktree, so that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Dragon's Jewel, all one word. That will then take you to a Linktree, which will then give you an invite to our Discord channel. We really want you to come and join us there. We chat. We have little chats for everything. We have chats for the DMs Book Club. We're going to have chats for the Shattered Realm. We're going to have chats for the Darkest Timeline. We're going to have just general chats. We have a music chat. We generally just talk about meal deals. But if you're interested in that, you can come and talk about those too. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic day wherever you are, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.